0: Hello, welcome to The Honest Wargamer. We're your hosts for the Age of Sigmar Stat Centre on the 5th of April 2021. My name's Ron and I'm joined by Owen Jackson. Hey Owen, how are you? Hey
1: Rob, how's Ron
0: today? You good? Yeah, Ron's great. Thanks very much for asking. we have got
1: to do the high five thing.
0: Go. Podcast bros, what's going on? Uh, uh, hello to everyone in the Twitch chat. Good morning, good evening and good night. And hello to everyone who is watching back on YouTube. Thanks very much for joining us. Owen, how you been? What's been going on? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm okay. I would give, I, I think I might start grading these Monday mornings, much like Nathan gives us an update on the percentile of his gargoyle that he's painted. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a solid 7.15 out of 10 this Monday morning.
0: Wow, that's high. That's really high. That's That's impressive. Uh, Oh, thanks to Tenacious Katie for following us. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, anyway, um, well, that's great, and I'm really happy for you. Uh, That's um, good, good, good. Uh, We've got loads to talk about today. Loads, actually. Uh, We're going to be going through some hot stuff. We've got some reveals, which is also fun. Uh, We've got some reveals, and also the announcement of a SmackDown showdown uh there's so much to talk yeah it's there's so much i was gonna say hello to everyone in the chat i want to say a big shout out to ziggy uh especially a big shout out to ziggy because he's done loads of stuff today big goldfish Toy rob what's going on obsidian thunder uh get hooked first time watching live hope it's a good show <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> it's a load of no. pressure <laughs> damn it better
1: better think of something with you to say rob quick <laughs>
0: Uh, hey Coral Dawn, uh, what's going on? So hello everyone. Uh, yeah, so today Monday, start of the day. Hope everyone's well. well uh, let should we look at some results? Is that where we should start? Owen, do you want to start with that, or what, should we should we preview our our new setup? Should we show some people some cool shit?
1: mate i'm i'm totally happy let's why don't we say it's 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 easterous i don't really know relig- religiously what that means but it feels like a time of renewal and things like that so let's let's have a look at the new stuff let's okay all right about that I'm, I'm all ears i don't yeah well
0: just just a quick one uh so big shout out to ziggy so obviously we've been in the agency my stats center um but owen who does all copious show notes a brilliant human being um, uh, has done loads of amazing work, and there's loads to look at today, and list breakdowns, and we're going to continue with that. But obviously the goal has always been to aim to actually produce stats that we can look at on the screen and we can analyse and we can talk about. Uh, so like Ziggy's done some great work behind the scenes for this. Big shout out to Joe Cryer as well, who's been doing stuff. Uh, Math Mallow also did some stuff earlier in the year, last year, for some things. Um, so some really cool people. So I think I can show it on the screen now. So this has only got one set of data in. So this week, uh, Pete, sorry, again, a bunch of people and anyone else who's willing, so if you want to contact me like Matt or uh, anyone else wants to contact me, what's helpful in this data sheet. So uh, we've got some, some stats to show now so you guys can see those on the screen um, and some visualization. These are just some of, this is just the preview of some stuff we're going to show in the future. So this is your pretty basic Owen screen. As you can see here, um, we've got The win percentages of this one tournament, and what's cool is we can choose it by tournament. So on a Monday morning, you and me could be like, hey, let's look at the stats from this particular tournament, and then we could be like, cool, let's look at the stats and how this compares globally, which is fun, and we can have them up against each other, so that's a nice little feature. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can also do it based on the country it's in, so whether or not it's from, like, uh, Australia and what the stats are generally in Australia or in Europe or whatever, which is nice. This is your pretty standard one that we generally see anyway, so, you know. This is fine. The way it gets really exciting is when we start moving into like something like faction win rates, as you can see here. So we've got Seraphon. Again, this is just from this one tournament, but eventually this will obviously get a lot thicker. Uh, and then uh, their win rate versus opposing armies. So like uh, as you can see in this particular tournament, uh, Seraphon um, beat Slaves to Darkness 100% of the time, which is sad. But they lost to Maggot, of and Nurgle only the one time. But again, this is just one set of tournament uh, results. Hey, or what's this serious stuff? <laughs>
1: i haven't got a clue i wasn't prepped on any of this i mean we're a stat center and these look like actual stats rob holy <laughs> shit
0: holy shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh uh so yeah this is this is really awesome but where it's really fun if let's get super techy so we're looking at seraphon uh, owen uh who do you want to pick do you want to pick a bit of fangs of SoTech, coat or claw which sub-faction do you want to choose
1: uh let's go for uh dracothian's tail please
0: rob. oh well no one here played draco's tail so okay. to, <laughs> let's re-roll. have a look at fang- <laughs> Jeez, what an awkward bugger i am
1: uh fangs of sotek please
0: rob okay fangs of sotek so there you go you can see they had 100 percent win rate at this tournament um and so like not super crunchy there i think the one is it thunder when there's lots of resorts? is it cottles uh, anyway so as you can see it all moves around uh, and you can see who they're playing against. Now, obviously, this is, again, just got one tournament data set. Uh, but when we've got loads of tournament data set, I think that stuff will become really interesting because we can see the win rate of the different sub-factions uh, in completion as well. So we'll understand where that's at, which is super cool. But stuff for doing us doing um, live coverage, I in mean, head-to-head panel, this is really exciting. So as you can see here uh, in the head-to-head panel, we've got Zinch and all the sub-factions of Zinch versus Seraphon, and as you can see here, uh, they've only won um, Poultry. <laughs> they've got one minor win at this particular Zeich versus Seraphon. Owen, uh, I mean, give me... T- not everyone's going to have played each other. Give me someone who's played someone. Zeich versus... Uh, let's
1: go for uh, Zeich versus uh, the Ogre Moor Tribes, please.
0: Okay, Ogre Moor Tribes. Uh, there we go. Uh, 100% win rate. <laughs> but again, again um again this has only got one data set but as you can see it's also got the win rate by battle plan which i think is also going to be a very interesting Mm -hmm. stat you can also subdivide it based on sub factions also with battalions as well so we'll be able to like do some crunchy stuff and this is just a preview more to come uh but big shout out to ziggy for helping us make this and putting this together Uh, it's been a long time coming uh if you do have any tournament results you'd like us to plug into here get in touch with me we've got a sheet that we send to you you fill it in and then we plug it into the program so cool, ao in the future.
1: Super cool. Um, I, I think this does show actually as well. The more granular you go with the game, it does appear that you can just—it's it, it, like an in, there is an not an infinite, but there's a hell of a lot of data that you can you can garner from these um, these tournaments, and you can get more and more granular. And that's going to make our um, you know our, when we come up with perhaps some ideas or some opinions on, on how good factions are or what's good in the meta at the moment or maybe what's, you know, what's good in a certain country, then, you know, we'll, we'll have so much more proper data to, to, to drive into, uh, which which is only good, right? Information, you know, knowledge is king, all that stuff.
0: Every time. Like, uh, I think the, the really fun element of this is really... I like what we do on a Monday, and I think the, the looking at the information... I think I don't want to look through numbers all day, every day. I think, really, it should be, like, it should be the spine which you build the skeleton around. Like, and really, it's the conversation. So when we look at some of the event results that we see today, we can actually be like, okay, as you can see here, like, they do... They perform quite well anyway, uh, but they perform particularly well into this army, and also they perform really well into this battle plan. And then why do we think that is? And I think that there's loads of... It's the, the... It does happen is really hard to create so thanks to Ziggy and everyone else again for being able to do that but it's also why that happens is the, I think probably the most relevant information a lot of the time and what I most enjoy about the Monday show so again really exciting which is fun so anyway mm-hmm. well, more on that next week I'm looking forward to that also means I'm bringing something to the party Owen uh, which is good <laughs> what do you mean
1: What do you mean? You always bring something to the party is this is your show baby well, our show, well
0: no I'm just I'm on I stand upon the shoulders of giants uh which is you ziggy so can we get some owen fans in the chat please um uh so big love Absolutely. to you all uh let's make data our bitch that's right <laughs> like between us uh, uh jp and Lispot, uh like we are making data our bitch <laughs> like <it> just, <laughs> games up, like no data we're like oh oh okay <laughs> uh anyway uh, uh i think we'll enhance live coverage too yes smorgan actually one of the most important parts for Doing live coverage. um, This is why we set it up for the TSN stuff last year. Is so we've got obviously that we've got an event to talk about coming up this weekend. But when we have two armies matched up against each other and with enough data, we should be like, look, really, look. The maths is this is a really this is really going towards this one particular uh, army. But will the player perform like his army should perform? Who knows? Who knows? Mm. Anyway, uh, right. So what's going on, Owen? What else has been happening out there in the world? Yeah, so there's still Warhammer being played. I think,
1: you know, with a combination of the UK having a little bit of a relaxation in lockdown rules this weekend. Um, uh, and and also, uh, yeah, so there wasn't quite so much TTS being played this weekend because people are out in parks and gardens. And, well, lots of Garden Hammer actually going on, Rob, I've seen. I saw, um, jealous. Yeah, yeah, my garden isn't quite ready yet for... Um, for for guests, so uh, but I'll do some garden hammer at some point. Um, but yeah, there's still quite a few bits and bobs going on. Um, there's no real big physical tournaments that I was I was told about. I'm not sure um, they no. didn't. Uh, nothing really heard, on
0: Twitter I, either. I heard of none. I heard yeah. of none.
1: Yeah. Um, so, but one tournament that's been going on for a while, and we have been making reference to, um, which has been now going on. I looked at it, it started in the first week of um, January, uh, so it's wow. been. Yeah. And there is a conversation to be had about these long form tournaments and, and the way to keep engagement with, with the players and stuff. Because obviously, once you get knocked out, then you kind of you kind of give up. You know, you're not really not necessarily that interested in the final uh, thing. But this. Yeah. So the Butchers Tribe, this is PASC's tournament, three man teams. We started with 28 teams and. I'm not a big maths man, but I do think that my maths is correct on this. There were 273 games of competitive Age of Sigmar, Rob. So, um.
0: Incredible. That's so many games. Like, and also over a pretty stable meta as well. Um mm-hmm. like we didn't have I mean we did have two books drop it in, dropped into that time but we're still are we still waiting for that No, we just had their FAQs. So they're just done. Uh thanks to Pete by the way and Shell Tog for subscribing in the chat. You're all wonderful people. Thanks everyone for joining us. It's really appreciated. Um loads and loads of love. Yeah, like um how do you feel about the long format of this event? <sighs>
1: It's a really tricky one because there's another tournament still ongoing, which we've made reference to, which is the World's AOS Teams run by Matt uh, Tyrell, um, and that's the same thing. And it's a really tricky one because it's great that when you have an international tournament, it's much easier to organise a game with somebody in a different time zone if you've got a week within which to do it or two weeks. But then conversely, um, you don't have that you know that tournament weekend or that tournament day buzz. Um, so there's a balance to be there's a balance to be struck there Um, I do think it gives you know players who've got other stuff to do, kids, jobs, you know time zone differences, all that stuff, it gives them an opportunity to play competitively Um, but I do think I really do like that that one day buzz or that weekend tournament buzz Um, and even though it's digital you still do get that feel you know, it's a real test Um, I think being able to Plan your deployment and research your opponent's list like to the nth degree, and and you know come up with lots of ways of unpacking, doing your turn one, and and I do it. I'm sure lots of players do it. As soon as you get your matchup, like it's that's a very different thing to um to to, to playing five games and you know going from to the next game and having ten minutes. Right, what does your list do? Um, you know, uh, it's a very different um. Set of skills, you know. So if you're organised and you put the time into prepping for that for that matchup, um, you know that does give you an advantage. So it, it's it's a unique thing in its own way, right? We don't do it in real life, do we? You know, game. You know, a, a tournament over four months. Um, you know, where you're playing a game every week, that sort of thing. Um, I just I just
0: don't think it's I just don't think it's the same ultimately. Like I think uh, I, I I like long format stuff, like we're obviously doing with the Super Series, where it's teams and like but like there's a there's a qualitative result at the end of it it's like we're through it's the knockout Mm -hmm. we're into the next stage of it and even then i'd like to condense the super series down into like kind of like eight to maximum 12 week blocks i think even 12 is too much so i think just get them done um but i like events and the the concept of events you know you go away for the weekend it's all condensed into that information like it's all done feels right it feels like the right way to go i know the also i know this is going to sound silly but great training if tts is our tool for keeping tournament practice and keeping on the ball with playing tournaments i think like it's two tools right it's it's for that in which case it needs to be all over a weekend get it done like and and smash into it or or it obviously needs to be um you know just you're hanging out with your mates like me and Dayton could play like some Warhammer or me and Joe or someone could play Warhammer like across the world, hang out with each other, and that's a cool little thing. So I Mm -hmm. think like those are the really I think everything else, I think the economy inside TTS where you could potentially create like different like structures like this, I think they're very fun to try out, but I think long term maybe we'll just drag a bit, is how I kind of feel.
1: Yeah. And and I think especially when you get them overlapping, I think in general with the TTS community online, you get sort of peaks and troughs and stuff and um colonel cabbage has made a good point in the chat just saying oh look at that math mallow dropping."
0: oh five big thanks. Yeah, thanks for donating five gift subscriptions that's lovely oh let's all get our owen fan emotes out as a thank you thanks so much let me just get my own fans and a couple of archies as well um, uh, um you lovely so, person
1: yeah. I was going to just pick up on Cabbage's point, which is he's saying, I think if you think about it as a league, then it's not really that uncommon, which I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I've played in the AOS, what was it called? The AOS Super League in London, where you had all the top players from, well, you had seven or eight different leagues. Mm-hmm. But even with that format, you would turn up to your matchup and you knew that you'd be playing Matthew Goldsboro or Benjamin. or But you didn't know what army it was. You didn't know what battle plan it was. You didn't have all that preset stuff. Like, if you wanted to on TTS, like, I know people that save their models in a unit formation that perfectly matches how they want to deploy, so they can just drop them in and everything's all pre-spaced out nicely. And it, I do think it's a different... Um, yeah, it's a different set of challenges. And and, it, and, it, and I think it um, it benefits a different type of player. Like, if you want to do all that research and do loads of screen grabs, and, you know, within the teams that I've played in over the last couple of tournaments, we have, like, a little a get together 2 hour session where we all do our deployment and each of us feedback on it and you know there's an element of that but
0: anyway i think i'm
1: rambling
0: but Jesus, um, I am not looking forward to my matchup that I've got for the intercontinental knockdown, whatever the hell I've got to play. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a
1: minute, yeah. Because I'm going to research this shit out of our game. Rob and I are playing, by the
0: way. Rob and All I. All right. Are well, yeah, we'll talk. like okay. Headline in, in a bit. We'll talk about me and Owen are playing a game in a tournament series against each other. Uh, so get hyped for the information about that in a moment, uh, which is why his current name uh, on there is my enemy, Owen. Uh, <laughs> Realize that. No. <laughs> Rod for the spoon. Uh, thanks thanks, corner <laughs> for subscribing. Big love to you. Uh thanks, Math Mallow again. That's super lovely of you. Uh, okay, so uh but the Butcher's Tribe has got a winner, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Two hundred and seventy-three games have been played, and we we touched on them a couple of weeks ago. It's the 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 seraphonies, Rob, the American team that we had a little uh we did a little you know, a little expose on uh, their their training methods, and obviously all all, all all of that hard work has paid off, and they they took out the title, Butchers Tribe Champions. Um, so yeah, we, we we've got the list. I don't know if you've got that. Um, they're already on the screen. Document or something we can they're throw up, but we can talk about the lists.
0: They're o- they're wow. On the screen, that. Okay, amazing. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, you got Basil in Infera playing with Seraphon Fangs of Sotek. Chris Hernandez with his Ogre tri- Mortis Blood Gullet. And then Kyle Calip with his O.C.R. Bone Reapers Mortis Praetorians. So actually three, like, um, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but standard to a degree. Although some kind of mix up in some ways, like if we go through them. Kyle's, I think, is is really fascinating with his O.C.R. Bone Reapers. Mortis Praetorians, you, you pretty much always will see Catacross in there. Uh, but then Xantos and then Arkan. And then those fifteen Death Riders, twenty Mortek, ten Mortek, and the Nightmare Predator. Really, it starts to that really different to what we've seen before, right? I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, and I really like it. It looks very simple. And I mean, we did see a player um, at one of the physical tournaments in Australia recently. I'm pretty sure he went 4 one with Catacross, Arcan, and then like eighty Mortek or something. Um, but I really like the balance in, in Kyle's list. Um, I've also got their, what they won and lost against, um, just because just I thought that would be interesting and, and give it us is. a little insight into the pairings and stuff. Um, but that the headline with that cat across our canvas is that, you know, depending on what you kill, if you don't wipe the unit, they're bringing back six wounds or six, six models to those units every, every turn because you get three... Each from Arcan and three from Catacross. So, I mean, the way I see that playing is Xantos and the Riders go off as this hammer unit, you know, 15 inch move. Um, and then, you know, he can give them plus one attack and reroll ones to wound and they'll be on a three up save. So he can smash stuff or alpha it or pin stuff in with 15 Death Riders and Xantos. Ar- and, 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 and then Catacross and Arcan are there to, you know, uh, Excellent to the hero missions, and they're there to top up those units. Um, you can use. I've seen Catacross doing some serious work over the weekend, actually, in a number of games. Uh, when you give him plus one attack, um, and he's on a two-up save, um, he can he can tank the world, and he does okay uh, with in combat as well. Um,
0: I mean, it's a good two-ups. Two-ups a good start for a <laughs> to, to start yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty pretty damn solid. So I think if you look at those wins. Um his only loss was against the Caradron Overlords in the semi-final, um, which is quite a unique threat. I think they're one of the only armies that could focus down and actually kill Catacross in a turn. Um but um yeah, if you haven't got lots of rend, uh then that that's a real hard nut to crack Kyle's Kyle's list. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really, yeah, like
0: really, really good. Uh, and then his group stages, so like so his path to victory was he got paired into gits. Uh, which was an 18-2 win, then paired into Deepkin and D.O.K., both of which he took the win out, um, uh, which is, you know, Deepkin you would think would put up a, a show against him, but like mm. uh, a big 20-0 quarterfinals up against Seraphon, uh, 18-2, and then semifinals, up, uh, that was his only loss, playing into K.O., of all mm. of all and then um in the f- final na or we just not get the results for that
1: uh, effectively his game was a dead rubber because the, the his his teammates had already won their two games and a bit effectively because it's just three-man teams if you win two you needed two wins every round you need to win two ones so by the time so basically kyle didn't need to play his last game he was paired into deepkin which would have been a, a quite a tough match um but um yeah uh, uh these low model count um obr lists are popping up um the catacross nagash which is probably the heart most sort of low model count hard mode way of playing bone reapers but with you know you have a lot of fun with it uh you are seeing that catacross nagash and then maybe three by five death riders uh, that that does pop up um but yeah, it's it's that term that you've been using again—that DPS check, Rob. Like, can you kill Catacross? Can you kill um, Nagash before they have a, a you know a, a, a big effect on the game? Um, we,
0: were, we were talking about we were talking about off air, like, and, and I see Smorgan in the chat, like, putting some hammer unit into your army is really important. Like, death by a thousand cuts, I don't think really is where we're at at the point. I know, like, Smorgan for instance would be using it on his hex rates and making all that output come out. Um, Forty skinks, three salamanders, uh, um, like you know, the, the storm fiends. Even six storm fiends, like as a thing, I think that they could do the job. Like you need a hammer unit in your army, and so if your army lacks a hammer unit, something that will absolutely delete something, because that's also the kind of thing that we're we're looking at now. Is the game has like got this polarizing level of output where you don't really. There are units that kind of trade off, like oh, I'll do a bit damage to you, you do a bit damage to me, but then. the the lists that are doing well they're like I'll delete you or they've got the ability to project power so significantly so like KO um, Seraphon like uh, Lumineth they've got the ability to project power into a single place and just drop all of that damage in one place uh, <laughs>
1: sorry <laughs> gypsy danger in this chat with a uh, shout out to ren2 for always making the obr player wear his brown pants <laughs> he's absolutely right like whenever I, I i think uh what do you think rob uh, there's a conversation to be had over quantity attacks of or quality of attacks like i think that if you're designing lists and you don't have access to ren2 somewhere in that list you're going to be in trouble uh, in the current meta i think you do whilst there doesn't seem to be loads of armor around outside of obr i think you do need to crack that um yeah i, I think, I, I, I think I, you need to find Red Two in your list yeah
0: that or just a metric ton of attacks like i think that's the other point like i think like because some of the other threats out there which don't aren't tanky but are tanky pink horrors nightmare like nightmare mm. to get through they're like do you have 50 damage it's like no it's like well then no <laughs> like these <please. laughs> i i can do 37 damage max and you're like cool do it i still have 13 models on the objective like that's mm. horrific to play against so i think that's something uh, to be conscious of so yeah it really it, it it just depends how your army like really will put be put together and what it can do um, but those armies that are doing well are generally able to project a lot of damage into a singular place, I think, and that's important. Yeah, or, or Mortal Wounds. Mortal Wounds or Rend um, is what you're really looking for. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, the Stormkeep DPS check also needs Rend 2 to crack open, since so Marcus Rock. That's a, or, another good example, but I don't think that generally does as well. Uh, the Liberator block uh, doesn't really like take... In, like, I'm not sure that's a great list, ultimately. Uh, so then, Chris Hernandez is running in the Ogre Moor Tribes list Blood Gullet. So, uh, pretty standard. It's a Yule Bad, but Blood Gullet, not Boulderhead. So, he's mixed it up. Frostle on Stonehorn, the Huskard on Stonehorn, and then a Butcher. Then, he's got the four and three lots of two Mornfang pack, um, uh, all with Prey Hackers and Iron Fist. None of them with the Gore Hackers, uh, which we normally see. Uh, and then a unit of Stonehorn Beast Riders as well. So, we did a big long show on this on the Monday show recently. Um, uh, like it's just it's just a fast amount of very very scary output, and then mm. there's just some mornfang somewhere else on the board. <laughs>
1: Mate, you, you laugh about the mornfang, like I do think that yarlbad. I'm pretty sure those culling clubs they're the ones that give you the extra attacks, and like that mortal wound in addition is no joke. Like that that adds up big time, um, and when mortals are you know really important um you know mortals on sixes to hit for the for for the beast riders for the mournfang and i think for the husk who's in the yule bad like i don't i don't think players can, should underestimate that because you know uh, there aren't a huge amount of re-rolls necessarily in the list um but you know when you've got uh, multiple profiles on the majority of the army you know you've got mount attacks and rider attacks you know just getting those sixes going um, it, it really it, it really does add up um, and if you look i think the number one thing that i got from chris's list uh, and and his results was that uh ogres smash flesh eaters every time
0: <laughs> <laughs> really competently group stages 220s versus flesh eater courts and then a loss to the iron jaws a quarterfinals big win versus zinch uh, semi-finals, big win versus OBR. Final, another nineteen-one versus Fleshy Courts. Absolutely over the moon to go into Fleshy Courts, it seems. Um, yeah, I would like. Also, you can't like. There's a bunch of damage that isn't like it, that's hidden when you play against an Ogre More Tribes. This, like, you look how much damage you can do. Like this, you're like, that seems like a lot. And they're like, by the way, I'm also gonna do something when I charge. And you're like, oh. <laughs> also, at the start of the combat phase, of metal crunchy like, uh oh, like it just. It really piles up really quick, mm. um, uh, especially from multi-charges. If you can get a couple of multi-charges off with the monsters, oh, boy. Uh, They're pretty much do for an, an enemy monster, and then they can just put all their damage into your unit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, impact hits plus a six-inch pile in from a uh, nice drop of the red stuff is, uh, you know, that's chef's kiss with a two-inch range on your, um, on your horns, which are plus one damage on the charge. Like, you can go deep. And then I, I do think that... Um, the way that I think the finer points, like the little granular elements of of, of the of the More tribes list building, are really what um what 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 make them go from four one to five and zero or be super successful. So the way that he's loaded this out, it would be very, very easy um to put. So he's got that Huskard in there, which gives him uh, the skull shards of Dragar, which is just once per game or to one for that clutch spell um and then you know you can build them to have be more damaging but i I do really like him putting the skull shards in there because it's doing something else he's got loads of output he's super fast so that i think that's you do see that come up a lot in uh, more tribes lists. and i think that's a really smart pick um because
0: yeah choosing choosing like like knowing like this is the turn i mean it's a big decision point but i'm gonna shut down that magic that that spell Like that's pretty Mm. clutch. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think there's some really good there's some really good spells out there that are the huge force multipliers at the minute that are really necessary at the right time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I
1: I I think Rob, I don't know about you, mate, but if you had a friend or you know a family member and they were oh this Warhammer that looks quite good fun, how do I get into Age of Sigma? I would get them to go out and buy three start collecting boxes because it doesn't cheat on any phases. You learn whilst they move fast and and you know that is a massive benefit in the game. At least they just do the phases normally. There's no teleport. There's no jank. Uh, you know, it's just a straightforward, good quality army that can go, move, fight, um, tank. Uh, I think you could you could learn the good basics of the game playing a list uh, much like Chris's, um, and obviously from the results he's got, it's successful, right? You can you can win some games, which always feels nice. I mean,
0: um, I, mean I mean, yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent. Um, I think uh, one of the things to take away from this is that, like, it's a very easy p- to put together army. Uh, We've just had a question in the chat from uh, Dave. He said So, given all the uh, all this, is it generally worth getting a cursed city box if you play undead for AOS or Sigmar My answer would be no, and my reason is because if you're spending that money, I don't think it really benefits any of those armies. Maybe you like it might work into the grave lord stuff eventually, but you, we don't know, so it's bad advice. I think. Whereas actually, that 125 pound or whatever it is gets you close to most of this army from three box three start collecting boxes. Hmm. Um like or, or three flesh eight quartz boxes, although obviously you get your, your face kicked here. But like, you know, for three, four hundred pounds you could put like two like if you were new, basically, you could buy a, a more tribes army from start collecting boxes and a flesh eight courts army from start collecting boxes. You guys could have the best time ever. You'd be like throwing rubbish at each not rubbish, you'd be throwing big monsters and little fellas at each other all day, you'd be like, yes That's how I'd like that's the starter box for me. Um, so yeah, hundred percent. and with you. I think it's really fun, but I also think that there's really good play you can do with it as well. Having seen mm-hmm. people play with it, and it also the scoring, the 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 wounds on objectives, like the I count is ten.
1: So obnoxious. So good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I played
1: against four Frost Lords, uh, all on, all Frost Lords on Stonehorn against Dan Arnold from the Super Series, so from the Trollslayers in the last round of the team tournament, and yeah. Yeah, just came in and killed forty-six Mortec guard on turn one. They like, you know, just smash face those stone those stone horns. Um uh Zyde Guy in the chat saying the Crimson Court went on pre-order today, so at least you'll have the Grave Lord's heroes. Yes. On that note, Rob, I don't yes. know, but Prince Duval, right? He sounds like the Dark Prince of Soft Furnishings or something, man. I think they need to, <laughs> they need to work on that. I'm really sorry. I was like, we might talk about that today. And I looked at that. I was like, Prince Duval, what are you? Yeah, the the dark, dark lord of bloody...
0: I don't know air, <laughs> air fresheners or soft furnishings or something. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I mean, I it's quite that. hard. Do you know what? It's quite hard to come up with a regal name that hasn't been co-opted by some sort of like corporation. Like this late into kind of like the where we're at in the universe. Like, <laughs> like fifteen <laughs> tog army. That's what he's got. <laughs> That's
1: great. Dark Lord of Scatter Cushions. Yes, K-Dread, That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry It was just something that came into my head this morning I was it's like, hold okay. on oh, no. oh, The Crimson Court sounds good, but Prince Duval oh. hey.
0: Um, hey. Uh, I mean, we've read the War Scrolls now for them So feels like uh, that poor Gravelords books are full in the bin but but we'll Um, see (laughs) just one last thing Rob to round out uh, the chat on Chris's list Um,
1: I did note that his loss against the Iron Jaws that was against a a very good player as well he lost his only loss was against um, Elfbro I think that's Hayden isn't it uh, Hayden yes so um, so yeah Hayden Hayden got a scalp there Um, in that win. Um <clears throat> yeah, that, so just making a note that obviously he's ta- he's beaten fleshy to courts three times, uh RC Arx, Zinch. Um and um, I think that the Zinch win was against uh, the, the triple Bastilodon Thunder Lizard burning headlist. Um so wow. so yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: did 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 really well. Um it's not really got the Ren though. The um the from the Bastillodons. Is it Rend 1? Uh, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Only Rend yeah. 1, precisely.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah Rend 1. Um, yeah, a lot of shots, but um, just not the Rend to get through. And then they've got the mortal wounds to crack the shell on the on the Basties, and they're faster to get in, so...
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and then that leaves us with with, with Basil. Um, Basil! And seraphon, eh, Rob?
0: Yeah, Fangs of Sotek, no messing. Lord Croak, Saurus Banner Bearer, Star Priest Skink Priest, 40 Skinks, 3 Tens of Skinks... Then he's got that clutch, 15 camo skinks, 270 points of oppressive firepower, horrific. Uh, then three salamanders and a two salamanders, balewind and the command point. Uh, no geminids, no bound geminids, which is something you fe- you see quite often. Um, and then starting off with that CP in case he gets Alfred to protect that 40 block of skinks, I think is something, uh, or to like double down. And if he gets the turn, put a lot of CP into those skinks is probably what you see in like there really strong super competent like we know the star priest the skink priest uh, like buff the skinks up to higher heaven or even uh, the salamanders and it's just see what's really powerful and we've talked about this ad infinitum really over the past year but i'll just recap really quickly the list can play loads of ways does it want to alpha something yes and it can teleport a bunch of things to do so it can actually teleport some salamanders run some skinks then like then bring that and bring some camo skinks down and put that all into one place if not it can move forward as a quite like nice castle and then put croak into the midboard and then everything he does is just mortal wounds forever and you try and chew through the middle you're just going to get slapped back we've seen this a little bit with swamp lists or lists that like we talked about the Kavalos death riders actually uh, in this same um, same team for kyle so kyle would like send forward 15. there is absolutely no way that Basil with the Seraphon couldn't just DPS check the hell out of it. He'd be like, cool, 45 wounds, no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's like, I might even actually teleport a unit away as well, because everything here is going to go through this like like a knife through hot butter. And so it's just got so many options. If you leave a weak spot in your back line, you can drop the camo skinks, teleport. I mean, even actually having the two salamanders, is a points issue, like he doesn't have a spare 110 points. But even, it's a smaller footprint. So it's got even more opportunity cost to drop down somewhere. It's just a competent list. It does really well. Um, Lord Croak is the best. Long may he reign in the Legends uh, section of Age of Sigmar. <laughs> I mean, if, if Croak
1: goes to Legends, that just kills Legends for everybody else because it'd be like, oh, can I, can I play my Waywatcher at your tournament? Are you going to allow Legends? Like, Sorry, bro. Croak, man, I can't. If I open up Legends, it's going to open up Croak. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, if you have a look at it, he didn't play, um, a single, uh, he, he, he played against different armies every time and, and only took the one loss against the Ogres there, Rob.
0: Um, well, I mean, Ogres, Ogres give them, Ogres give him that thing where it just puts all, I think the way to, to play against this list is you just throw everything at them. Like, and then like, it, cause, cause they can't buff everything at once. They want to pick you apart. Um, mm-hmm. and then if you can hit into them and smash them through, then, then you win, but like rarely. Uh, yeah, so group stages beat Idneth, Korn and OBR. Uh, quarterfinals, uh, Ogre More Tribes was his loss, and then uh, semifinals beat Saves of Darkness, and then a closer win win against Zeench in the final, seventeen three. Uh so Yeah, nine- I
1: mean a it- to, to, cool. to dig into those sorry rob um the the zinch was hosts arcanum but not Archeon. it was like kairos and a lord of change in a change host uh like the more i played it and the mortal wound I, uh, that's daniel so he beat daniel in the final round in the semi-finals he beat luke morton's uh knights of the empty throne varangard nine varangard um and then i believe that the ogres well, that would have been a very similar list it would be a blood gullet list um because that was played by Lewis Swan was his only loss. Um, so yeah, it, it can it can take you know take a hammering or it, it, it's got game into so much different stuff, and it's one of those lists where it doesn't care about drops. It's like sweet. Your low drop, brilliant. I'm you that, know yeah
0: yeah. That's why yeah. that CP's in there, right? Like yep. it's it's specifically for that situation. That like, cool. Like you're gonna hit me one time and then I win. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> welcome to welcome to the game, um, mm. which is what that CP really is there for. And like the fact that he that, that there are key strong like bound geminis just isn't in there, um, mm. and that's so key. And instead uh, taking into just having those community skinks Those community skinks by the way, incredible as well. Just outrageously good. Super happy with those. Um, so yeah. Uh, so congratulations to the seraphonies. Yeah. Yeah, like, yep. uh, congrats well to done. them
1: and they they
0: yeah, well done, lads.
1: Um, so, uh, just to clarify, because I know that we we name dropped some of the teams as we went along, so I know that, so the quarters they beat, um, team SYM, which was Steve Follows's team, semi finals it was team Bin, so you know, that's Darren Watson. Luke Morton, Dan Bradshaw, um, and then in the finals, then it was uh, it was the Bad Moon Loons. Uh, so that was um, Matthew Goldsborough, Daniel and uh, Matt Grace. Um, so we should give some props to those guys as well because they did really well coming through a, a very difficult field. Um, they had Idnith um, Deepkin, Zeech uh, and uh, a Fleshy to Courts um, list. So it's quite nice, actually, that between the two sort of in the finals, uh, there were no um, no replica uh, no 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 mirror matches or no replica armies or lists. Um, so yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's interesting and also very excited because Bad Moon Loons one of the super series teams. So excited for those guys to play at some point on the tabletop. Uh, very very fun team team format best format. Um, one of the things I'd like to like in the future I want to get some pairing data. That's one of the key things that we've been working on with the WTC guys at the moment in the future, getting that pairing date or who went in as first defender. um, That's all going to be fascinating information, I think, long term. Uh, So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, Okay, congratulations to those guys. Well done. Uh, They should be really proud of themselves. Uh, Really tough field, some pretty competent players. Ongoing, though, uh, we still have the World AOS Team event, right? 25 teams, four people, round one underway. Yes. Yes,
1: we are. Actually, I think about it. No, we're into probably round two now. I'm not sure if it would be round one or round two, but basically, all the teams have played their first matchup, um, and then they've now been drawn into, and an, you know, the pairings have gone up for the second round. Um, very similar feel to the um, to the to the Butchers Tribe. Um, loads of games still. Um, yeah, thanks. I think if that's Shelton, that might be Greg Shelton, who I watched have an excellent. He got Croak with the one-shot Mortech Crawler yesterday, Rob. Wallop.
0: Really? Yeah, was... All three went through, just took him out? No, no,
1: he went for the special shot. You know, the roll roll equal to or over the wounds. Um, and because his crawler had been wounded on turn one by some sort of spell, then, yeah. yeah, he just rolled the natural eight. I think he might have rolled a ten and just, yeah, one-shotted Croak. See you oh later.
0: Oh, God. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yes, and
1: it, and it is him. Well done, Greg. That was brilliant. And yeah, you had Catacross hanging on on one wound uh, to get the win. So yeah, this. There's lots of games going on. Perhaps what we could do is when we could do a group stage roundup in a few weeks, perhaps, um, just because yes. there's so many games going on and there's so much to talk about, but um, we'll, we'll we'll perhaps look at, at who's come out of that. Um, but, yes, yeah, re- going really well. Props to the organizers. That looks like it's a really fun event. I'm playing tomorrow, actually, Rob, against Fleshy to Courts.
0: Oh, um, nice. Are you playing with your Wall of Mortec? Yes, yes, I am. Harvest the Life.
1: Yeah, 70 more tech, two 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 harvesters um, and some heroes and a, and a crawler. Uh, it should right, be fun. Up to
0: summer, it's time to get them crops in, I mean. That's what it is. Just harvester <laughs> away, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm painting my harvester
1: Harvey uh, this week, actually. So, yeah, I just need to get another two and then I'll be fine. Um, two more harvesters? <laughs> yeah, baby. It's all about oh. that triple triple harvester life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh,
0: I've abbreviated the next one, uh, which is T H W G H A K I C C H T S, which is a TTS event um, uh, <laughs> going on between. Go on. I think I can. I
1: think to just to make Dan and supervised happy because I think he's the one who came up with this long winded title, right? It's the honest wargamer, honest ar kicking, ass kicking inter show co host throwdown showdown. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yes.
0: The the host behind the scenes tournament organized by Dayton, Colonel Cabbage, Pete. Um, uh, there's been a lot. of So I think there's 12 of us playing. We're in teams of two. Uh, this is all really important for you to know. Uh, teams of two. It's a blind draw showdown between who plays who. Uh, the TOs uh, randomize it for us. Uh, the round one draw has started. Uh, we did obviously last week we announced it. So Nikos... Um, with his Nurgle force, uh, is playing against James, um, the corn-hating James, uh, with his corn army. I'm so uh, jealous.
1: He's playing that man. I'm so jealous. He's playing that list. That <laughs> that list fucks so hard if it goes off, man. Um, so yeah, that'd be an interesting one. And then uh, there's some fella called uh, Ron who I'm playing. Yeah. Ron. Um,
0: yeah. Me and Owen are playing each other with my Snesh list. Uh, and it's yes. beasts of chaos list. Neither of us happy last week. Uh, we're definitely going to stream the game whenever we do it, and it's going to be um just two people mad at their army and how it works. Although, as we know, Owen's going to do two to four hours of prep, uh, before the match. Nice. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, now, I think the interesting thing is the scenario that we're playing. Owen. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yes, the greased up Roblin.
0: Yeah, we're playing 2018's uh. <laughs> relocation orb arguably the worst battle plan in existence um uh and it's been but it's been changed around a little bit uh and so uh the the uh the orb has been turned into uh, uh, cabbages t- uh, uh, crafted in tts a small me with a placard that you have to <laughs> chase around, <laughs> to chase around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh this 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 tournament's going to be a success just because of that one moment alone it's, it's even got a little aura you can turn on doesn't it it's, <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> so worst. it's the, it's the relocation rob
0: <laughs> yeah the relocation rob uh so that's going to be really fun also there's some other matchups uh, i think darren is playing nathan tomorrow in another one of the matches uh wow. i think i think that's it i think they've said uh they said that between them uh their technology levels they've said it's going to take six to eight hours uh nathan suggested it would be quicker if they both painted the armies up to a golden demon standard then played each other that would be <laughs> i was gonna
1: say i think the eight hours is to find each other on discord right and then the game's gonna then begin from that point right
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> what what do i can you hear me i am yeah. i'm gonna stream the whole thing i'm just gonna leave it on with the voice it's gonna be great. So yeah, that's the upcoming event. Uh, we'll let you know how that um, tournament series continues. Who the teams are. Uh, your teammate is obviously James, right? I mean, oh yes, yeah,
1: the king of corn himself.
0: Have you given him any advice on how to use his list? Uh, I will do. Yes,
1: uh, we will. We'll, we'll we'll plan it all out. It's mainly roll a six to run. Blow everything up all the thirsters go forward. I think he's got five bloodthirsters, so, you know, there's, there's nothing to it but to do it, right? You just insert them into your opponent's army, roll lots of sixes, um, and win. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. Uh, are the That's lists it. anywhere? Yeah, we'll... I'll make a document. Oh, no, we've got the... We It's on TTS? Oh, for next week, we'll have it up as a link. Um. Uh. So, yeah, let's, let's move on from that nightmare <laughs> of an event. <laughs> <laughs> it gets weirder as the day goes on uh, yeah. there you go oh, no it's not that that's not the one but that's fine uh, upcoming events what we got
1: uh so yeah this weekend rob it's the grand hammer finals so this is the uh the dutch guys um let me remember it's jeffrey and barney yes the, they ran the grand hammer tournament a few weeks ago um, and the top eight players uh, went through. So this is the yeah the knockout tournament, much like we did sort of hammer time finals. There's grand hammer finals. So uh, there's three rounds. Uh, Scorched Earth is the quarters. Then the semis is Star Strike, and then they're playing Total Conquest. And the, yeah, there's a draw. Um, so you know everyone knows who they're playing um so we have an ideneth army versus so yeah we've got forgive versus morton which is ideneth versus corn archaeon Wurzel with a big war against Stuart iron guts more tribes so that's a big yes. destruction um and then i have uh the joy of playing steve follows again so zinch Archeon. um Ooh. and then there's a really interesting match in which is alex tubb he finished he finished in either the top, yeah, he was like second or third in qualifying um, with his daughters of Cain Calibron against Casper um, the To from Battle of Copenhagen uh, with with Ziench, Host Hostar um, but but not Archeon. It's uh, I believe it's Kairos, a Lord of Change and a Sorcerer Lord on Manticore who was very hard to kill.
0: Very hard to kill. Um, uh, uh, Thunderflux asked a question in the chat. Oh, I have a bunch of old dwarf minor models. What could you use them as nowadays? You could just use them as long beards or any dwarf models. They're all tiny. No one notices the difference. Whatever. Just anything mm. like hammerers, that'll work. Uh, yeah, so um, some really interesting matches. We're going to do the. We're gonna, I'm going to be doing coverage this weekend, this Saturday. Um, is coming up. That's when it is, right? It's this Saturday? Yeah, it's this,
1: it Saturday. Is this yeah, Saturday the
0: 10th. That's right. Saturday the 10th. I'll be doing the live coverage for the day. So very much looking forward to that. If you guys uh, are excited about tuning in all of Saturday, I have no, no lapsidaisicalness from me this time. I'm definitely going to be there. So that's this Saturday. We're going to do the quarters. It's uh, We're going to do it. It's going to be really fun. Have you got a hot pick? Owen, it's time for a hot pick. Twitch chat, time for a hot pick. Uh, who do you think is taking out the event? Obviously, you're in it, so you got to choose you. Uh, you need that self confidence come on owen jackson you easy. do well
1: okay i've beaten Alex's daughter's list uh and if i can beat one's each list then i can beat the second one because if i beat steve then i've got to play either alex or casper uh i'm going to say it's going to be myself i'm a good man morton winkle with corn Archeon for another final. battle in the final let's go
0: okay all right well Excited. um there's, there's a lot to break down here. I, I'm shouting out for forgive with all of his sharks, of course, into that. Uh, but my heart, my heart sings to me with Stuart. I want Iron Gutsman to take it out, of course. Like, that's just the win I want, All you. Um, but that's pure favoritism at this point. Uh, like, I honestly am thinking about getting a picture of Stuart Iron Gutsman on my wall. Just mm. as like a like a daily kind of memento, and he's just like underneath it just says you can do it, and I'm like yeah you yeah we can do it. Thanks. Yeah,
1: you <laughs> can. <laughs> and then in brackets underneath with Yetis in brackets. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone doesn't know that 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 uh, list went three and zero, oh, and he's playing a winter bite with uh, spamming lots of six inch piling Yetis. Um, so. God knows, he's some kind of special kind of Warhammer alchemist, isn't he, Stuart? He, he can do things that no other can.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, we yeah. declare him today now the Warhammer alchemist. That's his name now. It's been decided. I... Yeah. Um, so we've got freedom Switch. fighter terrorists and now we've got an alchemist. <laughs> <That looks> <laughs> <funny>. <laughs>
1: Um, and then on Sunday, there's a little fun tournament, Rob. Well, it's Sunday for the Aussies, and it's Saturday night for anybody not in Australia. So um, pasc is a bit of fun. He's running uh, Hammer Time Down Under. So this is a, a cheeky little Hammer Time one day uh, um, We're on Aussie time. So, um, yeah, this is going to be much easier for players in Australia and, and uh, America to, to play because the timings are a little bit more... Um, favourable for them because all the Aussies the mad Aussies always stay up super late and guys on the east and west coast of America and Canada stay up super late playing so this is uh, this is a fun way for us, maybe some Brits to stay up and play Warhammer all night so um, yeah uh, that's uh, this Sunday uh, which is the 11th I believe yes Sunday the 11th I'm so the if park. I
0: wanted to I could do the coverage and then play the tournament all night as well yeah come on Rob you've been saying you need to play more you've been <laughs> saying you need to Iron play man. Fucking! <laughs> <laughs> I a stroke on Sunday morning. Uh, maybe, maybe that sounds fun. Uh, okay, total commitment, and also the emissions uh, have been announced ahead of time, right? Total commitment, force in the hand, and focal points.
1: Yes, yes. So I think you'd have fun with some monsters. I'm just going to put a link in the chat if anybody would like to join. Uh, there's ten of us at the moment. Um, look at that, Rob Gutsman's playing. You can join and and, and play him. How about that? Oh, that's my that's a good that's a my good art. I'm going to just put the link in the chat if anyone would like to join. There it is. Um, and also the last thing, Rob, to ramble on about is is the next big Hammer Time, Hammer Time 8. Um, if anybody would like to join there. Uh, we are up to 94 players. So let's wow. make it 100.
0: Let's make it 100. Uh, let's get that in. So th- we're going to be doing coverage for the whole weekend. Um, I know that the crew have already assembled. We've already, got the, we've already locked in the co-host. So we're good there. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be a weekend of live coverage. So um, that's going to be super, super fun. Do tune in for like a hundred personal event. Very excited about that. Looking forward to that. We'll be doing like a list review show, obviously, um, the day before. Uh, so the list getting in will be really cool. Um, and just be part of a huge uh, agency event. It's still in April. Uh, so there's still lots of places. You, I mean, Garden Hammer is still a very attractive thing now, the ability to go out for like a little bit. Um, but, you know, like, I think people should still sign up, uh, get in there and uh, be part of a huge event, which is going to be really, really fun. Um, so yeah, and you've also announced the uh, missions ahead of time, right?
1: I have indeed. Yes, uh, we are playing um, what I consider to be probably five of the best. I, I could have thrown in a little random one. Um, I'm actually just checking to see. I've got a link, Rob. i figured out technically how to put a link, so I'm going to put a link to the. Um, I'll put a link to the pack. If people want to read the pack, uh, uh, then they're more than welcome to. But yeah, in that pack, um, I've detailed. Uh, we are playing Star Strike, Scorched Earth, Battle for the Pass. Shifting objectives and total conquest—they're um, all quite sort of traditional battle plans. But I think that some of them, some of them benefit heroes, some of them benefit battle lines, some of them benefit speed, some of them benefit resilience. So um, I think it's a pretty reasonable, um, yeah, a, a, a good test uh, for a well-rounded list. There, I think. Um, okay.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, next week I might have else, some announced some in real-world events. Uh, coming from the Honest War Gamer at slash the uh, the TSM at some point as well. Uh, so that might be an announcement for next week, which is fun. Uh, obviously, they won't be for next week, but they'll be for the future. Uh, but that's uh, that's looking really interesting. Uh, and I'm very excited for this event as well, this Hammer Time event, um, because it's going to be just a big 2 day of, of Warhammer. And I love that. We had some great stories last time. I want to see some Orcs on Rocks. I want to see some Swords and Swords. I just want to have a weekend. they talking about War Dolly. So... Very much looking forward to that. Thank you again, Owen, for throwing it. Uh, And we want to hit those 100 players, so sign up. If you're listening now, sign up. If you don't, you're a coward. That's what I say, or you're probably busy. But, like, maybe you're a coward.
1: (laughs) 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 Yes. Uh, It's a big commitment, but it is fun. And I think that as... um as you know as as the world opens up perhaps you know these 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 big uh, tts events won't ever be as big until we have another lockdown or another pandemic so maybe get in there while it's uh, you know at at its peak i would say um, and it's a lot of fun if anybody's out there and they're like oh god i don't really you know you know i don't really think i'd like a tournament or it just sounds like it's really competitive or whatever then you know you everyone finds their level with a hundred players there'll be people there playing all sorts of different armies and mm-hmm. you know uh you're not just going to get smashed by filth all weekend there will
0: be yeah
1: lots of fun to be had along the way um so yeah come and join and it's free so why not
0: Hey, eh? agreed agreed there you go everyone uh a, a lovely day loads of loads of cool stuff uh big shout out to the Seraphonies. Uh, that's looking fun. Uh, more stats next week, which is going to be cool. Uh, information and event results. We've got it all now. It's such a, a bumper packed Monday show. Uh, so I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, Owen, thanks for being on today. You've been lovely.
1: Thank you very much. Really nice to see you. Um,
0: are you going back to painting terrain now, Rob? No, I'm going to organize all of the, the uh, list input crew. Uh, although I am, yeah, I'm still doing terrain, I've still got that to do. Uh, I've got to prep for the Monday show tonight, uh, cause we've got, we're going to be talking about the Nurgle stuff, which is very strong, I'd argue, uh, so that we're looking forward to that, but yes, then event organizing and also painted terrain. Uh, we're, we're close. I'm close to maybe finishing my second board now, which is quite fun. And also at some point this week, I think I'm putting out a terrain pack, um, uh, with, uh, with Vinci V or it might be like towards the end of the week or maybe next Are week. There?
1: There's like four things in life, Rob, that are, are constant, right? Yeah? Yeah. Death. Mm. Death taxes. Mm-hmm. Jervis Jervis writes busted books. And Rob paints terrain. Those are our- <laughs> <laughs> I think once once some of that stuff stops, then I think I'm gonna need to question where we are in, in, in the world and what's going on. But yeah, in the in the meantime. All
0: is well, right? It's like fun, Matt. Wait, check this out. Let's see what you think. Like, look at, look at the... I did uh, my first water... Oh, you can't see it because it's green screen. It's my first water effect uh, board. Uh, a little nice. bit there. That's quite nice, I think. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. It's
1: good, man. Someone's got to do it as well, right? It's a lot of work. It's a hell of a lot of work.
0: <laughs> Someone, it's so much. Well, hey, wait till we start having conversations about the upcoming LGT Teams event. Uh like the conversation is like huge. Like I mean the difference is like Age of Sigma guys like ah I've got like one tree and like this rock I found. We're playing Age of Sigma and the forty Ks are like hey have you got eighteen pieces of terrain? It's like no you fucking psychos. uh uh, 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 but anyway uh loads loads to do which is really fun and so interesting to do it and as you've learned from to toing uh, generally uh, the more you like when you're involved like that at that level it becomes really fascinating about how you can produce a better game and a better system for everyone to enjoy Mm. fucking let's go more on that later you're a wonderful person owen twitch chat you're magnificent everyone listening to the podcast just get yourself a drink of water because you're great Thank you to everyone on Patreon. Couldn't live without you. YouTubers, yeah, you're all right. Like medium to good, I'm going to say. Uh, you don't leave enough comments. So like if you haven't left a comment, you're a monster. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I love you, Rob. Yeah, just...
0: <laughs> Why haven't you left a comment? That's what I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. right anyway uh, you're brilliant uh, see you soon any shout outs Owen before we go uh, Smorgan's been hanging out in the
1: chat let's shout out Smorgan he's got a great new channel going at the moment the List Lab um, yeah shouts to to Smorgan keep up the excellent content please very much enjoying big that
0: from me. big thumb from me also amazing videos looking mm-hmm. forward to the next one really fun it's really nice having some content pitched at my level so uh, appreciate you loads uh, everyone have a great day talk to you soon oh wait a raid flippity flip almost forgot Owen, I mean, oh. who would you like to ring? Wow. Warhammer you, you person. Can't, you can't, you... <laughs> Go on. Yes, please. Uh, oh, a Warhammer uh, person. Say, not some. Weird... You always
1: forget. You always forget now, don't you? I do. I do.
0: Yeah, a Warhammer person or someone into something weird. You are going for Warhammer person? I think so. I think so.
1: Um, you don't know really what you're going to get with the uh, with the weirdos, do you?
0: No. So, would you like to raid, like, a very famous YouTuber called Pleasant Kenobi, who's got 72 people, and he's currently playing 40k, I'm pretty certain, or, so that's one option, he's playing it on TTS, which I know you like, or uh, someone is painting up Kurdoth Hunters.
1: Yes, of course, Rob. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the best models in all of Age of Sigmar. Of course, we're going to go and see them. Depends, actually. Are they painting scythes, swords, or bows? Bows. Bows. Fuck, I was going to say if it's bows, I'm out, but we'll do it anyway. Come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If it was swords, I'd be out. Okay, all right, we'll go do this. Uh, So make sure you say hello in the chat. Like, um, you know, just generally make them feel better. Like, it normally cheers people all the way up, which is super fun. Thanks for tuning in to The Honest War Gamer. Thanks to Owen. See you guys soon. Have a nice day.